Welcome to the CDM Podcast, a production of Contagious Disciple Making. We exist to catalyze movement through coaching, community, and communication. We created this podcast to help everyday Christians to become world-changing disciple makers. The following episode is part of a live event from Giving Tuesday that Paul and Rebecca were a part of. We hope you enjoy this episode. We have been writing up, I don't know if you know this, but every week we write a blog, uh, we have a blog put out that's a story from somewhere in someone in our community. So speaking of ascribing the Lord, the glory to his name and celebrating those wins, we, we get, we tell a story of somebody inside our community, what they've learned and what happened and the, the lessons that they learned. And so if you'd like to do that, make sure to have those kind of emails, make sure you're part of our email list. And so you would find that uh, by basically uh, going to our website and scrolling to the bottom of the footer. It'll be saying like, hey, you can join our email uh, list and so that you can get stories uh, like these. And Michael has been uh, some of these uh, stories in that. And in fact, some of my favorite stories are ones in which Michael has done DBSs with people and just having, you know, because I, I can hear your thoughts as you're thinking, as you're do, you're describing what happened in a DBS. So, so Michael, what is what is a favorite moment for you? Uh, you know, inside of one of the DBSs that you've done. I have one that I keep coming back to because I I love it very much. Um, there was I think this was I was probably a good way through the DBS with one of my one of my good friends, and we were studying John, uh, three sixteen, I think. Uh, or we had just gotten off studying John 3.16. It hadn't been the best one. Like I was really looking forward to John 3.16 or John 3 uh, because, you know, it's the whole uh, John 3.16 passage. You know, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great one. And we got there and nothing really came of it. It felt like, I was like, oh, I, I blew it. I didn't, I didn't prepare enough beforehand or something. And so I was kind of feeling bummed, but we, we met again the next week. And before we met, I had asked, I believe, my mom and some others for prayer because uh, I was just like, it doesn't feel like anything's really connecting with my friend. Um, it seems like it's just kind of this intellectual exercise uh, and nothing's really sticking with him. And so I asked for a specific prayer, like, please pray that the things that we read together will be like kind of nagging on his mind and will stick with him and will kind of come to mind for him at random moments throughout his day and what have you. Uh, and yeah, maybe even like keep him up at night thinking about it. And so mm-hmm. uh, I asked for that prayer. I prayed that kind of before we went in. And then um, as we were going through the, the passage, he just kind of like, I think we got to the section of, you know, what does it say about God? What does it say about man? And as he was answering those, he, he kind of like paused and was like, you know, Mike, it's been really weird. Like I've, I've really enjoyed doing this and like, I'll just be at work and the stories that we read will just randomly like pop into my head and I'll just be like thinking about those. <laughs> and mm-hmm. As he's talking, I'm just like, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> but I'm like trying like not to freak out because I like, I don't want to scare him away. But on the inside, I'm just like, yes, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so it was one of those. And, and Jolene uh, Burtz had been continually trying to remind me like, Michael, you need prayer. You need prayer, like for your DBS. You need <laughs> to be asking for a prayer. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like whatever. Like, I, whatever. I, yeah. I, I can get by, I think, you know, I can, I can get mm-hmm. by. And then that was one of those moments where it really solidified, like, 
yes, I need prayer. Prayer works. God answers. And uh, yeah. And so that's one of my my favorite DBS stories. That That's a great one. You know, and the thing is, is that I find that um, that's something that we have a tendency to do here in America. So it, I call it the American entitlement where it's like, we don't have to pray. We don't need to really pray for things to actually happen and stuff like that. But we do. We need to pray. We need to ask people to pray for these things because God's like, listen, this is how it works. You know, you pray to me, then I answer, you know, <laughs> type of thing. And so um, we're at, so that's why we have our praying community together. And, you know, Michael is a part of that as well, if you'd like to hear more of a story in that. So, Michael, this is this is brought to you from a place to where, uh, you know, I want I want you to, to tell me, like, what what does this mean to you personally? Like, you know, as you looked out at life and mm-hmm. before you started disciple making and now that you have been making disciples and now that you're you're now an intern with us, how has that changed your perspective on life? How has it changed you? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if that story wasn't any indication, uh, I definitely both pray a lot more now and, uh, also ask for prayer a lot more now. So when people offer to pray for me, I like jump at it. I'm like, yes, yes, please. (laughs) You know, um, (laughs) but I think it's also like impacted my life at church as well. You know, um, kind of like going back to the celebration thing, uh, the idea of ascribing to God, the glory to his name, like when you see God work and you, and you're attentive to it and you also, you know, are praising him and asking others to praise him with you. Um, it's changed my like kind of worship at church, uh, before it was like, I'd go to church and I wouldn't really feel, you know, like I belong, like I was, uh, I don't know, really engaging with what I was singing, it was just kind of like coming through the teeth. But now, like when I sing these worship songs with my my friends and family at church, it's it's like I really have something to praise God for. Like I can ha- I can draw to mind this example of like, oh, this is how God mm-hmm. has been faithful this week. Like this is what He's done. Like I can thank Him for this. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a that's a big change in in my life. Um, and then I think also just it's made me more it's encouraged me a lot more to continue to build relationships with unbelievers, both the ones that I currently know and also meet new people, which as an introvert is kind of counterintuitive. It's like, no, I need to save my energy. I need to focus on me and have my alone time, but, um, which I still do, but (laughs) it's also made me more excited to like go and meet new people in hopes of like building those friendships and seeing what God does. You know, what's been really fun, um, Michael, to see you uh, being able to really blossom as a person. You know, right now we have kind of a uh, a different kind of pandemic in our nation where there's just a lot of depression, a lot of, you know, um, hopelessness and things like that. And uh, understandably, there are really hard things that happen in life. There are really hard things that are happening as a nation, as a, as a world. So I'm not negating those those things as factors in it, but the reality is is that when we really allow ourselves to be used by God, when we go out there and we intentionally obey Him in the Great Commission and loving our neighbors and things like that, that does wonders for us. Yeah, it does. That that helps us become the people that God always wanted us to be, and we're now 
operating as how he made us. And so it gives us surprising joy and it gives us so much more sense of purpose and, and confidence in life that it's not about all of the reasons why we just can't simply do it. It's about him and him wanting to be able to work through us and all that. Um, so, you know, um, just, just, just some of that out there. Would you like to add, to add that, Michael, or, you know, is it for your, do you feel like this is a, the, something in your life that you can agree with? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I, I just love the phrase, uh, um, like we get the, we get the joy, God gets the glory. Um, cause I, I kind of see that every time, you know, we pray and God answers, uh, you know, you get the joy of seeing this thing come to fruition and then you, but you're also kind of, you're also blessed when you give God the glory that he deserves, you know, right. cause you're, I don't know, you're putting it where it belongs and not undo praise on outside circumstances on yourself, on other people. It's, you know, um, I don't know, things are kind of in their, their right place in that. So. Yeah. I like how, it, how it's, it, it, the, the promise of the old Testament is that when we acknowledge God and the things that he's given, that he continues to bless with his presence, to bless uh, with us being able to do his will, um, to be able to overcome obstacles that our resources will last and things like that. But the, um, the curse is if we don't, then God will remove all the blessings he's give, given already and he will not grant our requests until we come to a place where we can acknowledge him that all good things come from him and that the only reason we have any good things is because of him. I think that one of the reasons we struggle in the church this day is because we're not giving God that glory. And so one of the missions of contagious disciple making is, is to do something that's actually quite fun, to, walk, to teach Christians to walk around to look at the things that God is go doing, to point at it and say, you see that? God did that. Isn't he good? And that the fancy term for that, we see it in scripture. You know what the fancy term of that is? The kingdom of heaven has drawn near to you today. Would you like to get to know the king? And that blows everything open when we start doing that simple thing. So before we get off with you, Michael, uh, you wanted to be able to bring this up as well. You had, we, uh, uh, Paul came over to you as well as other members of our Contagious Disciple Making community back in September. And one of the things that we have a vision for here at CDM is to, to establish um, really different areas as hubs for disciple making. And, you know, our uh, even though we have a heart to connect people who are, who are trying to do this uh, by themselves across, you know, the world and to create community around them. Our, our hope is not to, to leave that as the only option. In other words, we want to be able to see that the area that they're at becoming this, 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 this hub and place that, that is making disciples. And so, um, you know, Jolene is someone that we had started with in Escadito and, you know, we worked with her to be able to develop a DMC that you've been a part of. And so now we were coming to help develop that and everything. I, think about back at that time then and just just what are what were some of your thoughts being able to see more and more people, 
you know, learning about disciple making and things like that, it, you know, developing in networks and partnerships forming. What mm -hmm. are some of your, your heart for your own city? What are your hopes? What are your thoughts and feelings regarding that happen regarding all that? Yeah. Um, I think the first thing that kind of seeing everybody there at the training and uh, building those connections, like I think the first thing that comes to mind is just the fact that community is essential. Um, like we need mm -hmm. each other in order to do this. Uh, if you try to do it kind of lone wolf, it's not going to work. You're going to burn out. You're going to get discouraged. Um, it's it's not going to work. I mean, even doing it as a team, there are still days where it's very slow, very discouraging work at times. And um, that's why I love having uh, the DMC with uh, the Burts and uh, having my mom and my brothers now who are uh, who are doing this. Um, it's it's so helpful to have people who are doing this with you because. I mean, you not only, you learn that the things that you're struggling with as a disciple maker are things that other disciple makers are struggling with. It's not just you. It's not some like inherent flaw in your character or something. It's like, oh no, like this is a hard process. And so having that kind of be affirmed, but then also getting the prayer you need, troubleshooting the, you know, I think you guys mentioned like sticking points, you know, different things um, and kind of processing those together. And then... I don't know. I, I, I leave. I, I think most of the time I go into DMCs feeling kind of <laughs> burdened and like, I don't really want to be here just because I don't have anything to share. It's been a rough week. <laughs> and then I leave feeling very refreshed and like, all right, I'm ready for this next week. I can I can do I can do one more week. I can go you know, <laughs> and uh, see what see what got yeah. um, And so and I think that's I think that's essential because if I didn't have that, I would have burned out and like a long time ago so well it, it, th thanks so much michael and you know um we have really loved now you coming to be an intern with cdm yeah. you know from that from that time back on september he's that guys he he's he still has the, the car the fresh car smell the new car smell on him he's <laughs> he's just started with us <laughs> Uh, in that, and so, um, what are some of your hopes and thoughts coming into being an intern with us? Yeah, um, I think the I'm definitely like going back to the essential kind of community part, uh, just from getting to be around you guys and see um, the get to know the team and everything. Like, I'm really excited to be working here because I don't know, like, for example, Ben will just kind of like slack me throughout the week, just like goofy stuff and funny things, and I'll be like. It's like, I don't know, it feel, like you guys are very good at welcoming new people onto the team. And so I feel very, I feel very welcomed on the team and um, just excited to, to get more involved. Absolutely. Well, we, we love having you on. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for being with us today. We have been, we would love to hear more about your story. In fact, I believe we're going to be having some of more of your story that we recorded back in September up on our uh, podcast here soon for people to be able to consume and share with their friends and things like that. But uh, we have, we we are so glad to be a part of your journey in this. That's right. So yeah, it's great to be on this with you guys. Thanks, Michael. If you've joined us for our first segment and you found it to be awesome, then we want you to be able to share this with your friends. Mm -hmm. And we've got people um, who are implementing this within their churches. So if you have pastors and if you have friends that uh, are thinking about how does the disciple-making movement principles work within the church, 
Well, you're going to want them to be a part of this. Get the word out to everyone that you know. Our podcast that we have, we pour so much into it to give practical tips and helps for people to and, and implementing making disciples all the way from just being a disciple worth multiplying. In other words, our personal faith in Jesus to, and our walk with him to prayer, to knowing how to be able to spend time and have conversations with the lost that lead to discovery Bible studies and how, and groups that allow those to multiply and so on and so forth. We do interviews with, uh, you know, people from around the world, but we actually have, and if you want, uh, as a, as a thank you, cause Again, we're a nonprofit. We don't do this uh, as a for-profit business. We are supported by you supporting us. So we are housed on patreon.com slash faithworks. And to those of you who give at least $5 a month, we actually give you a thank you premium content. And that is extended interviews, extended content, you know, more in-depth training and, and even in there, and you have access to those things. And so guys, you know, go in and be a part of that. Support us. Of course, we would love it if you could support us more in that. And so guys, um, I just want to say that we are so thankful for to those of you who do support us because then it makes this vision of seeing cities all around the world transformed by the power of the gospel of the kingdom of God that allows us to be able to network and partner and bring people together and walk alongside and help train these people. Every day we're talking with people, uh, you know, Paul and I will have probably about, you know, five to eight calls a day in which we're calling with various different people all around the world to help them to be able to uh, see movements happen where they are, to see disciples who make disciples where they are. And so thank you so much for being a part of that. Go and make disciples. Thanks for listening to the CDM podcast and supporting us on Patreon. For coaching or other resources, connect with us at ContagiousDiscipleMaking.com or download the Contagious Disciple Making app. Join us in the journey of becoming world-changing disciple makers.